0: Greyhound Leader, Trap One, over.
1: Track one, we read Leader, over. Welcome to the Trap One Podcast, Episode 6. Today I am discussing oxygen uh, with my co-host
0: Keith. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you you enjoy this episode? I thought it was wonderful, yes. Spoilers there, but yes, it was great.
1: Yeah, me too. So, uh, we last spoke when we discussed Smile. We did. Uh, so, we've had Thin Ice
0: and Knock Knock since then. Um, any thoughts on either of those episodes? I thought Thin Ice was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed that. I thought Knock Knock was great. I was slightly put off by the end where everybody lives, to be honest, because I thought, bit of a cop out there. But, you know, I, I think it's been a really, really good series, genuinely. I think Moffitt is really going out on a high, even if the rest of the series nosedives, which I don't think it's going to, but even if it does, it's, it's been such a strong um, series. It's great, yeah.
1: Absolutely agree. Yeah, I think there's a contrast, though, the, like you say, the Everybody Lives ending of Knock Knock with this one, because it did seem at one point when the Doctor, we'll get to this, but when the, when the Doctor says, Bill is no more dead than anybody else in this space station, that you thought that all the, uh, all the cadavers in the space suits might be alive after all um and this is much more sort of hard
0: science fiction isn't it yeah what it says about is that we're quite pleased when everybody's dead i don't know but (laughs) (laughs) yes everybody's dead fantastic i think the the thing with knock knock
1: i think i'm not sure if i'm using this phrase correctly sort of magical realism where the where everyone is reconstituted even though they've all been eaten by individual bugs they're all reconstituted whole it doesn't quite sort of
0: uh and let's face it, the bug eating was horrible. It was, yeah. So they're going to be traumatised forever, so yeah. <laughs> they didn't get away completely scot free Yeah, There'll they be have been uh, devoured. Years of therapy yeah. there, I think, yeah.
1: But then, yeah, it is, the, it is the being reconstituted by each individual bug that's, um, that's harder to get your head around, maybe.
0: And their clothes and their incredibly wide eyes, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, as with last week, you're enjoying a fine cup
0: of Doctor Who tea. I am. It's apparently River Song tea. It's got a hint of, um, I think, non-wimple in it. It's very nice. <laughs> so this is, yeah, the river song
1: blend. The it hint is, of diary. I'm getting uh, a hint of diary there. Yes. It's, yeah, it's got a pulped up diary in there. It's got blue cornflowers, orange peels, lemongrass, bergamot,
0: uh, marigold flowers, dried coconut and natural lemon. And it's got more of a taste of meeting the Eighth Doctor lots and lots of times and not being recognised by him later in this (laughs) time, I guess. So, yes, very nice. Packed with flavour. Mm.
1: So, uh, I think we'll push on with the episode
0: and uh, start our discussion. I did lots of research on zombies, which has now been entirely wasted. (laughs) Yeah, we we (laughs) talked on
1: Twitter during the week about how uh, zombies weren't... um, were, were a relatively little-used kind of horror trope in Doctor Who compared to some other things, um, because, it, again, the trailer has confounded the, the viewers' expectations with this one. It again,
0: really cleverly. The trailer was a work of art, basically, so it's, it's gained interest without... but not given anything away at all. It's actually led us up the garden path a few times as well, yeah. so it's been really clever.
1: Completely, yeah. We thought there were zombies in this one. We thought that uh, Heather in the pilot was going to be a Dalek agent. There's uh, there's been some really good work with the uh, with the trailers this year, and we'll come to trailers later because
0: we're <laughs> going to have to talk about that as well. <laughs> there's, a,
1: there's a belter at the end of this one, isn't there? Uh, so, without further ado, if you are watching along at home, we are pressing play now, and now we get a lecture about do. crop rotation. Yeah. <laughs> this is a really nice opening, I think, as well. The
0: uh, you see the. I'm trying to work out as a kid if I had to actually watch this, because I had a... It's a strange thing to admit, but I actually had a bit of a phobia about zombies. My sister sister saw the original Dawn of the Dead at the cinema and was so traumatised about it, I sort of picked it up later. So, having seen the trailer, I'm not sure if I'd have been actually really comfortable watching this.
1: Yeah, it will be interesting. We're uh, talking to Jason uh, in two or three weeks' time. He's got kids, and I know he said uh, on Twitter that... um, I think it was... uh, I think he was Knock Knock, he said. Is, uh, one of his kids had um, not been able to sleep afterwards. So, uh, Good, that's what he's supposed to do. Of, uh, yep. Yeah, <laughs> see what sort of effect it's had.
0: Nice big uh, space there so everybody can see their faces.
1: Yeah. And then a, a quite a clever kind of workaround, isn't it, once they're in the uh, the space station, they've got that force field so that they're Any couple
0: professing love, though, is basically doomed. Though, yeah. He <laughs> knew she was dead from the moment she started saying this. I want a baby. Oh, gosh, I'm dead. It's nice that we get
1: this. It's quite a, uh, a lengthy scene, but we know that those um, space-suited apparent zombies are on the way from the opening shot. There's this sort
0: of a creeping dread all the way through it as well. And buying oxygen doesn't seem that unlikely, really. If you think we, sort of, we buy food now, which we need to survive, I suppose in that environment it's not entirely impossible. No. Terrifying, but not impossible. Yeah. <laughs> One of
1: the things it did make me think of, uh, Chris, who was on the podcast to discuss the pilot, he was on a Radio 4 documentary a little while ago, um, which I'll put a link to in the show notes, and it was about um, the sort of uh, uh, the problems and the consequences of colonising Mars. One um, well, of uh, that horrible scary water for a start, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the ice wars. And the ice wars, yeah. There's, uh, well, one of the things he was talking about was, was from a sort of a law and order perspective, was the punishment for stealing sort of oxygen or water, or killing a a, a crucial member of a, of a mission, would have to be pretty harsh in those circumstances, because water and oxygen things like that are going to be so uh, so scarce. What a cheerful program, wasn't the, uh, it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very very good. I would I would strongly recommend it. i say I think it's available on Radio iPlayer for twelve months. So I'll uh, I'll put a link. On
0: but oh, that uh, is really quite horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Even now, that gives me a frisson. That's it. So this, and, and still at this point, you don't, you don't know that it's not zombies. And it's a really good space station as well. When we're not talking arcing space here, are we? That is, uh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> that is excellent. It's um,
1: what that reminded me of the bit where the, the helmet, the space helmet, floats past him. Is. Um, the other Jamie Mathen's story is the not the other one, but one of his other ones, the Mummy on the Orient Express. There's a yeah. the scene where the where Gus um, kills all the chefs, isn't there, in the kitchen? And they realise when they look out the window and they see the utensils and things like that floating past the window. Yes,
0: um, it's uh, which is a really grim moment if you think about it. Yeah, I still hate this theme tune. I think the only titles uh, are great, but the theme—it's never grown on me.
1: Yeah, it's not as sort of bombastic, is it, as some of the other ones?
0: It, it's not as... Uh... I think it's just a high-pitched squeal. It's, uh... Yeah. Jamie Matheson. This is Flatline, his... which is brilliant. Yeah. And Mummy and the Old Express, which is brilliant. And the girl who died. Well, even Robert Holmes, like, wrote the space bar, <laughs> so uh, everybody's allowed a bad day, but...
1: I, I quite like that story. No, you don't. You're just thinking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, they had a really good gig these people playing the students didn't they they just got to be entertained by Capaldi for a whole day and got inserted into various different stories yeah ooh the focus on the blonde lady I bet she'll say something yeah. it's um,
1: it's a really nice set up this as well isn't it as well as the, the sort of the wanderlust that the Doctor's got um, yeah he's obviously getting a bit bored with his exile day. isn't he
0: yeah and it's just a skull at the end which is quite uh, yeah. entertaining he even talks about there about the fluid around his eyes And do we it's like the really fact amazing. he's sort of like giving her information about later does he actually th- know it's going to happen or is it just pure coincidence
1: I think he's thinking about uh, a trip to space isn't he I think that's the uh, it's so
0: about, uh, <laughs> if the story had been set in the sea he'd probably done like a talk yeah. about sharks or something yeah <laughs> punch them on the nose it's good, it shows that it's on his mind, isn't it? with uh... Noddle goes to all his um... <laughs> lectures. Just... Do we like Maybe. Noddle?
1: I do, I like him a lot. Yeah, but, uh... especially
0: towards the end of this story, I was like... Uh... Yeah, he shows some real kind of fire in that, doesn't he, mm. when, uh, when he's lecturing the Doctor about, about leaving. It's almost as if that he, need, he knows he needs a companion to actually build himself on.
1: Yeah. There's a couple of really nice... Hints about Nardal in this as well, isn't it? When he talks about his true face, mm. He says I haven't seen my true face for uh, for ages. And I just Which is again intriguing. And, uh, so yeah, it's it's like a hint of a, a bit of a criminal past because he talks about when they talk about um, if the space station is being robbed uh, for its was it copper ore or something yeah. like that, and he says, oh yeah, that's the way I'd have done it, um, quite matter of factly, and then and then really what he says and backtrack.
0: So it's a new nice. version of stealing people's water tanks, really. Isn't it? Yeah. I've written here, Real Science is scary.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite quite a contrast particularly with last week. Um,
0: Again he's leading week. on to where he wants to take her though. Yeah. Yeah, he knows where the distress call is. And, uh, it's like a friend who wants so to eat out is basically you
1: going to a their choice with <of laughs> a restaurant at the end. Yeah. Yeah, even steering you away from the reviews, yeah. Yes, is is also saying he swapped this face when he was on the run.
0: Yeah. So you can never tell with yeah. these scripts whether that's just going to be a throwaway line or whether it's actually going to be important later. Yeah, whether they'll just be these little hints uh,
1: to edit through. Because the other thing about his uh, relationship with, with Velma as well, that's the other uh, thing it drops in about his past, isn't it? Yeah, did we like that?
0: I wasn't quite sure if that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said it last time but I still love it it's stunning isn't it Yeah. there's
1: this really nice dialogue between the three of them here isn't it especially yeah, Nadol and the Doctor Well, the Doctor's simultaneously telling him off for uh, following orders and berating him for uh, for listening to him you
0: yeah, know the fluid link which we'd have in the Key and the Daleks and the in fact, they were quite well, mad Mercury for a while, weren't they? Because they had in like, the wheeling space and the mine robber didn't they?
1: Yeah. And um, Mercury Swamps and Power of the Daleks. Basically, um, David
0: Whittaker was just obsessed with Mercury, wasn't yeah. he?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you read uh, many of the... Phil Sandifer's, um His blog or his books. No, had no. no. Erudita- Erud- oh, god, Erud- Erud- Eruditorum, I think it's pronounced. Uh, but, yeah, he talks about... Um, this sort of use of alchemy and things like that in David Whitaker's scripts—quite interesting stuff. Uh, but yeah, it makes you think if the TARDIS can fly without a fluid link, I mean, I think it's a different one, isn't it, to the uh, the, the one they mentioned in the Daleks? But it puts a darker spin on the Daleks
0: when he. Well, you know, yeah, bought, that he was actually just in the city. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mind you, he's had about two thousand years now to fiddle around with the task. He's probably just like yeah, uh, circumvent so all. Got a second one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love the bit about testing for the gravity. Yeah, why is there artificial gravity? Because we can't afford to float you for an entire yeah. Episode. <laughs> so, what do we think of the uh, slaying the oxygen idea?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a neat idea, isn't it? I think I see some people kind of
0: Measuring case. things out in breath is really clever.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're sort of the you know, you see people snarking a little bit, don't you, and saying, Oh, capitalism's the you know, the the villain and stuff. But I think it's just what, what Doctor Who does well. And and you'd see in things like Black Mirror as well, they're just taking an idea and exaggerating it and taking it to its logical endpoint. Mm. Um, which is
0: uh Mate, which you just is it does assume that everybody's be. lungs are the same size, doesn't it?
1: Well, the suits are quite smart, though. <laughs> Having lungs as a
0: measurement is uh, Oh, yeah, not, Especially when there's aliens in the crew, it's not entirely. accurate. That is horrible. I mean, Just, that's, uh, da- yeah. dead bodies—definitely dead bodies. Not a, like a, a bloke painted slightly white with black beard and round the eyes. It's definitely yeah. a corpse. I
1: saw on, on Twitter. Um, I think I retweeted it. It was the um, some of the early
0: makeup tests for this, and they were even more horrific. I saw one today, actually, possibly even from you, actually. It, yeah. that, it was quite disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, you can see that it's still very grim, but they, they've toned it back. It was more bulgy-eyed. and, and uh... Nice moment of compassion from Bill, though, wanting respect for the body, though, was not it? Yeah. But and the doctors... It, uh... You just know part of it's, it's going to move and survive any second.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you are you are waiting for it. This was a Romero film. It was a lunchboard and
0: bitten bit in my mm. Yeah. All been inexpectably dressed as a clown. Yeah. the
1: the guy that's um, in this suit um, actually followed me on Twitter this week oh. uh, I think I'm, I'm 99% sure it's him anyway you're being followed by a so, corpse uh, Yeah, not, <laughs> not sinister <laughs> at <laughs> all just uh, just like the characters in this yeah <laughs> yeah really nice of them with the force fields like I say because they don't have to have the um, it fits with the story but they don't have to have the
0: helmets on all the time so it's a little bit more natural isn't it Makes you wonder how the, the crew shower though. They must be the smelliest uh, workforce in history.
1: Yeah, I suppose the, the force fields protect them from, uh, from the worst of it, don't they? From body odour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Back to the TARDIS then. I think that would be me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice character
1: character point, isn't it? This. And I like uh,
0: the way she actually agrees as well. Companions have got a bit gung-ho recently. It's nice to have a bit more of a human reaction, like we're standing in a room with a corpse. This is not terribly nice, is it? Should we yeah. just leave? Yeah. It's I an mean, initial very... Then he gets to reaction. do the bit about the survivors mm. and shows the compassion of the doctors. It's a really well-written scene. It's like character pieces for all of them, isn't it? Yeah, and, and the,
1: it carries the theme of sort of teaching a... Yeah, it keeps showing
0: you that, um, the corpse in the, in the space who you just waiting for. The woman who plays Abby's been driving me mad as well. I've been been trying to think what I've seen her in, and I can't place it, and I've not thought to look her up either, but she's been sitting on the back of my mind, thinking, I know you from something.
1: Which one? Is that the, um, one of the survivors at the yeah. end? Yeah. Um, I think that's so. it. I have recognised her from Mr Selfridge.
0: I've never seen her, so it can't uh, be up, but I really
1: recognise her. Um, that's the only thing I think I've seen her in. She was in the sort of later series of that.
0: It does beg the question, though, if these suits can do this task which it's doing now, why did they just not send robots in the first place?
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I just don't mind the whole story. It's, uh, <laughs> but it's like the robots of death, isn't it? That's why they don't have the, the At robots. At least they put in a line
0: about the instincts, though. Robots don't have instincts, so... Yeah,
1: that they. that's why they don't mm. just crew the sand
0: miner, isn't it? It's because the... Um, But it seems to be doing the job quite happily, so why not just have robots? Yeah. Unless the company just likes killing people occasionally. Yeah. Like executives just thinking, ooh, we've got nothing to do, really. Let's just kill some people. Bing, press the button.
1: I was wondering if, um, with this being Jamie Matheson's last script for The Twelfth Doctor, um, the villain might be Gus from uh, The Mummy on the Orient Express. Because that felt Yeah, there are
0: similarities, similarities, isn't there?
1: Yeah, and it... Felt like that, you know, kind of was never concluded. But I, again, I follow him on Twitter, and uh, I think in his next email newsletter, he is going to reveal uh, who Gus was and uh, mm. some, some facts about
0: that. Uh, so I've subscribed. It does hint that he's not writing for the series again, which has been rumored, which would be a it'd terrible be... waste because I really do like his stories.
1: Yeah, it'd be a great shame, wouldn't it? I think um, I think Matt Gates suggested
0: that. Chris Chibnall might be bringing in all new writers, which is right. I mean, he might be brilliant, but to find somebody with person with this talent is yeah. a shame to let them go. Uh,
1: also, sort of um, Sarah Dollard and Peter Harness and a lot of the recent crop, it would be it would be a shame if uh, if they weren't used.
0: Maybe a Big Finish will get their chequebooks out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Peter Harness is um, doing a new adaptation of War of the Worlds for BBC One, I think.
0: Um, as a period, um, yeah, so, um, bizarrely for the first time, yeah. yeah. You'll get to go on their wires, and uh, part of me hopes they just did like the old Batman. They would just like turn the camera to one side, yeah. Because
1: <laughs> uh, he did the adaptation of um, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, didn't he? Was that last year? Or the year before oh, wasn't it him? Yeah, which I thought I loved that book. Yes, and yeah. I thought it was a great adaptation of it as well. Yeah, not the easiest thing to. Uh, on telly, really. no but a lot of my favourite I bits could, uh, <laughs> I could remember from the book because it had been a few years since I read the book and the, the bits that kind of stuck in my mind were all all present and correct so I was pleased by that
0: amazing subtitle an eerie metallic groaning
1: yeah <laughs> it, does, um, it does put a different spin on it when you watch the subtitles it, it was like last week with Knock Knock I hadn't picked up that um, the line when he talks about oh, who did he say um, where he filled in as a guitar player for somebody. Ooh. Oh, no it's moving. Oh, here we go. It was a, uh, and it was a super rock robot for, again
0: from Robots to Death <laughs> that, uh, that that he filled in for. And yeah, so this would be me freaking as a kid. That would be yeah, the super gyms, That is really quite scary. Yeah. Oh, and there goes yeah. the sonic. 30. Just going back a bit, the, the, like the doctor like challenging the, the people he's there to rescue, but right? how do we know you didn't have to kill these people? And I thought well, that was a, a nice moment where well, he's not being entirely uh, altruistic, he's actually going to be sensible and check that.
1: Uh, yeah, I suppose the reversal, usually um, when the doctor turns up, as he finds a dead body, he's immediately blamed, isn't he? So it it's, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a trip. That
1: it's a nice reversal of that. Has been done to death, punicly. So, yeah, after almost losing the sonic screwdriver a couple of times in thin ice, um, loses it quite early in this episode. They really strip it back, don't they? You can't access the TARDIS. It's then the really well written. That, like,
0: it's like a crisis upon crisis upon crisis. It's, uh, yeah. To the end, it, literally, it even has an effect on him, like which is going yeah. to go on to other stories. It is, uh, is it the beginning of the regeneration? Who you
1: knows? Yeah. It reminded me a little bit this. Um, if, if it does sort of lead on to the regeneration. Well, either way, Planet of the Spiders. It's that's the Third Doctor's downfall, isn't it? Is his curiosity, quest for knowledge yeah. and his curiosity. Um, it's a little bit like that. Is is the Twelfth Doctor's downfall? Is um, you know his kind of wanderlust and his inability to,
0: to sit still and. Uh, and with Capaldi being him. such a big Pertwee fan, it's not. Uh, yeah. Ooh, never thought of that. I still think there were generated doctors in the vault, but I seriously suspect I'm wrong now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's great that this far on as well, it still could be... Hasn't been leaked, which is is lovely for a change.
0: We know it's a person, uh, and that's all. We we know know. it's a piano. Yeah. Somebody put on Twitter the other day, it was Ralph from the Muppets playing the
1: piano in there, which I thought was lovely. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. It was one of the Doctor Who writers, wasn't it? One of the novelists, I think, uh,
0: saw that. Oh, now that is yeah. yeah that's great when the when it lights up and you see all the yeah. all the corpses advancing. It's a bit different to the women yeah. emerging from the side on those yeah. strings. <laughs> <they>? <laughs> and that would, as I say, that would have really quite freaked me. Yeah.
1: This uh, made me think: with these um, these suits are all offline because they're in for repairs. Um, I thought it was going to be like maybe a nod to the TARDIS, which obviously when he stole it was you know Not working of off- offline yeah. for repairs and things. I didn't know if that was going to be uh, something that was mentioned, but I think it's just, uh, just a coincidence. There.
0: I generally thought it's dressing itself. I could have, a, If I had that in yeah. real life, could I could have next to half an hour in bed in the yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I didn't really get here is,
1: how are they paying for the suits? Um, because it says, you know, we'll take the product. Uh, so they get in the suit, so they're then they're buying the oxygen. Ah. But how are they paying for it? Um, because oh look per- zombies, don't think about it. Look yeah. zombies, <laughs> Ooh, look. that's scary. Yes, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, well no, I was thinking about it afterwards, and I thought I maybe use the sonic screwdriver, but on a second watch, that's gone. The yeah. sonic screwdriver is already destroyed. I think this may be what is affecting the profitability profitability of the company here. Is that um, you can use the suits for free, um, just by getting in the broken ones. Because uh, there's, there's no sense of the pain for them, is it? You didn't get his. Uh, well, it's like when you
0: buy a new laptop, everything's on there and you can use it for free for the first month or so, and then you have to pay <laughs> for everything when you've got it. <laughs> which I'm currently learning from bitter experience because of my big feet. I so. like <laughs> the way they keep occasionally just put a uh, a bit on just to remind you, you are actually in a. Room. Yeah, that effect, yeah. They are quite quick moving as well, which I like as well. Yeah. There's some bizarre. Do we know why they can shoot them outside in space and not in space? Hmm. Maybe
1: it's dangerous using the gun inside. I suppose if they damage the, yeah. the bulkhead, it might...
0: With no oxygen in there
1: soon. Okay. But the pressure, there's pressure, isn't there, in gravity.
0: So is that blue uh, people from uh, the end of the world?
1: Yeah. The same I wondered, race, do we think? I t- uh, wondered about that. Yeah, you've got the steward, haven't you, in the end of the world, and you've got... Ruffalo, I think, was the name, actually? Maldivar? Is it Dorian Maldivar? The guy from... uh,
0: Got his head cut off, yes.
1: Yeah, from the husband's... No, Good Man Goes to War. And the other one that he's in. Wedding the River Song? Something like that? Yeah, I think it is, yeah, the Wedding River Song as well. Um, Do we think this is a bit...
0: obvious, this prejudice bit, or is it good?
1: Uh, it's. Uh, I suppose it makes. Uh, it makes Bill think about it a little bit, doesn't it?
0: Being a quite middle class white man, I don't like to judge him. Really. No. <laughs> <laughs> so well, this is a true it, yeah. thing, though. Surviving by accident is really quite an honest moment in the story, though, isn't it? Yeah. This is the thing. This
1: map. This is what you were saying earlier, wasn't it, about the number of breaths because everyone's got a different lung capacity. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it was the suit that was given it, but no, the map, it lays out the, the
0: breaths. So it must just be an average, I suppose. <laughs> They've measured everybody in the universe's lung capacity and got an average. Yeah. So Nardle must have lungs then, if needs air.
1: Yeah, he's, he, he must be cyborg more than anything else. Ooh.
0: Cool. Well, that'll be interesting with the Cybermen lid.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah I hadn't thought about that, uh... Cyber Yeah. That could well um, Probably not. <laughs> be why, it, why it's here, though, couldn't it? So, uh, nicely set up with Bill's suit as well, isn't it? How uh, it's malfunctioning. and
0: That's the reason it was not, not, not being worn of the tools. It makes the yeah. entire sense as well. And
1: then, yeah, working out why the. Uh,
0: the Doctor says you going to save people. You know they're doomed, no? Yeah. <laughs> she is so familiar. It's me man. Just have a quick look on IMDb. I could have done that myself, look but on, it was, uh, not
1: mm. So, yeah, the only thing I've,
0: uh, I've seen are definitely Mr Selfridge. Well, I've never seen that because I suspected there'd be no spaceships in it. So I didn't watch that. There's, yeah, there's very few, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's a lacking, really. <laughs>
1: It's one of those things, uh, you're just kind of watching my wife, uh, just so we've got something to watch together. Uh, oh, Sasha uh, Dowan was on uh, an episode of Mr. Selfridge, I don't remember that, he's um, one of the... Uh, Potential 13th doctors, isn't he? I, uh, you know,
0: I was just going to say that. I think it would be really good as well.
1: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm sort of halfway through watching... Uh,
0: he did an excellent turn in Sherlock mm-hmm. earlier Yeah,
1: um, halfway through Iron Fist at the moment. I'm maybe slightly more than halfway through Iron Fist. Um, and he's been quite good in that as well. What this made me think of here, the second time I watched it, as the Doctor's talking about um, AI and, you know, do the suits have the ability to evolve and grow, it focuses on that red light on the front mm. of them uh, and it's Hal isn't it That's, uh, yes. I hadn't noticed yes. that at all it's, um, it must be a, a you know, not to Hal from
0: 2001 I'm glad and they the suggested it and I'm computer. really glad they didn't go down that route as well because it would be too close to Smile I think wouldn't it to have another emergent life form yeah. but now we know it's just a matter of them spying on them it's, um, and it's such a generally horrible idea that these poor people are dead and the corpse just been moved around by the technology. Yeah, definitely. And the smell must be indescribable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't find that. Um, well, now, it, <laughs> genuinely, don't know, she, she really reminds me of somebody's.
1: Yeah, I'll have a look and put it on the, on the show notes if anything comes to, uh, comes to light later on.
0: Now it just sort of gets piled on and on and on, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, that's it, There's, uh, they, they've met up with the rest of the crew as a bit of cannon fodder, they can lose one every now and again, crank up the tension.
0: And basically they're killed by a computer virus being put into their thing, which from last weekend was really quite appropriate, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, the, the hack of the uh, the NHS, that was, uh... was... The first time in years, we had doctors turning up with like paper files in their hands for the first time, in, like, like, about seven or eight years since I've seen that happen.
1: So. Right, oh, so it'd be affected... Not we us no but uh, the people we work with were so yeah.
0: uh, yeah. Going back to pen and ink. Marvellously retro. Oh yeah. I love that.
1: The The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the way the helmets unfold. <laughs> just sort
0: of inflate out. It's really, really well done. Yeah. And when she starts taking her own helmet off, I thought that was genuinely a horrible thing. It yeah. Really tense moment. This is it's very good, isn't it?
1: The the countdown and then just the way the Doctor mm. delivers the line, you're about to be exposed to the vacuum of space. It was on the trailer as well, wasn't it? And it was re- very ominous in the trailer. And in here it really, uh, really cranks up the trailer. And doctor. it's not
0: a cop-out either. He doesn't do something clever to avoid it. They literally just no. have to live through it. Yeah. yeah. And it has an effect on him, so the whole thing is like there's no um, magic wand to wave and it's all cured. Yeah. He does love a countdown. This is directed by Charles Palmer,
1: who directed Smith & Jones, The Shakespeare Code, Human Nature, and Family of Blood. So Good. it's the first time he's, um, he's come back for quick. a while. That's Human Nature, 2007.
0: There were generally people who said they weren't going to watch it because they didn't want to detract from the book.
1: Yeah, Human Nature. I think
0: he had followed it. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah.
1: you, you don't like this story?
0: Oh, I think it was great. I think just not watch the television because you read the book was all oh, right, yeah. Absurd to me,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably my favorite um Tenth Doctor <laughs> story. That one, I love it, but I love the book as well. I've got the the audio book, um, which is read by the actress who plays Bennis, yeah. In the If a Big Finish, her name is on the tip of my tongue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I can't be on think what it is. Yeah, it's very good.
0: Oosh. She's frosting over already.
1: Yeah. this is. I love the way this is directed. The, the effect it has on her face. And then you see things from her point of view.
0: And so. it's such a clever bit of telly this as well. Because, I mean, they've got like a really major sequence. But from her perspective. Yeah. So, A, they've saved themselves a fortune doing it that way. Yeah, doing the spacewalk. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. B... It's so effective in the way they do it, and they've truncated an awful lot of action into a very short space of time. Yeah, I think we could do with more space lasers. That's great. I like, yeah. a ra- I like a Reagan.
1: It's quite Moonraker, isn't it? Um the, uh, the, uh, the space suits with the, with the lasers.
0: Yeah, having a facing like the zombies is basically a bit uh, mean, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when she wakes up, the footage she yeah. sees Animated corpses in front of them. Yeah. I still think of them as zombies, even though I know they're not. Yeah, it's, it's a creepy moment, isn't it? And then the,
1: the reveal um, of what's happened to the Doctor as well, the way Nadal sets it up, um, and you see him as he stands up, he's, uh,
0: he's really well done. I mean, some of the, like the dead people in the background are really quite decayed-looking, aren't they?
1: Yeah, the bit, when, um, as the, the airlock is depressurizing, when she's... Uh, oh Lisa Bauman. Lisa Bauman, that's it, yeah. We'll sleep tonight, then. Huh?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very, very good, and it's uh, it's it's a good uh, audio book. I prefer the TV version, I know I'm a heretic. Yeah, I, I, I really like them both. I'm a massive fan of Paul Connell's writing, generally, though, I think it's... Uh, He's great. Just read Chalk a couple of weeks ago. His new novel, excellent. Scary eyes. Yeah, this is um, this is good, isn't it? Where they there's no map, but they work it out from Mm. just basically
0: being clever and listening to people. Yeah.
1: And then yeah, I say didn't didn't pick it up the first time at all, but only on the second time the 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 how lookingness of the uh, uh, of those red irises on the front of the suit.
0: so when they sing Daisy Daisy at the end hmm. it's a nice theme between her and Nodle as well yeah he's warm and to basic her, he? yeah uh, and uh, in a way it's also putting them in danger so him being pleasant them being pleasant to each other actually yeah <laughs> yeah it's put them in
1: put them in more jeopardy. Yeah, compared to the pilot and things like that where, uh, or or early on, he he says, you know, there's a human in the TARDIS, would you like me to expel it and things.
0: Mm. And we've got dead eyes. So what do we think about this?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the sort of thing you assume it's going to be fixed. Mm. You sort of stop worrying about it once the doctor says, I'll fix it when I go back to the TARDIS. And it's the sort of thing that doesn't normally continue.
0: Go back uh, to the new yeah, adventures. Yeah. The TARDIS and nanites would fix it, wouldn't it? When, yeah. In those days, but
1: yeah. Yeah, and he um. In the uh, what's it called? The first episode of Class. Mm. He, he fixes the the kid who gets his leg chopped off, doesn't he? He's got that. Um, he sticks a robot one on you. Or yeah. an Alien leg. Yeah. So it made me think of that as well. That he does have those kind <laughs> of uh,
0: prosthetics and things in there. The TARDIS body part room. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a bit of um, Teagan never found that one in Logopolistic. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the, uh, the the 12th Doctor, no sorry, not the 12th Doctor, the, the 11th Doctor, his time on Trenzalore. Um, I don't think it's in Time of the Doctor, but there's a BBC book. Oh, in the book he loses a leg, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, he's got an artificial leg in that, hasn't he? That was a nice touch, I thought, in the book, that uh, he lived so long and he'd had so many battles with all the different alien races that were trying to... I really like that idea, out. and there's
0: lots of fun hate for the I idea, but the, the thought of him being somewhere for a long time, A, sort of precedes this, yeah. and B, I really, it really appealed. Yeah, there's um,
1: there's a lot of scope there, a lot of scope for Big Finish, I guess, in the future. If they get him back and they can't Should... afford a companion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he, I suppose the Eleventh Doctor's two companions have both got pretty good careers, haven't they? You've got um, Karen Gillan is in the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, and she's directing a movie, and, and Queen Victoria. So. Yeah. Give it a few years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you'd like to think they'd come back just for the,
0: the love of it, and the um, you know to work with their uh, respective Doctors again. Look at Paul McGann. He's embraced fandom as his career's declined slightly, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Eccleston will probably come back when he needs a new kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) He's been uh,
1: filming near here recently in Keswick. Um, Did he smile? Somebody I used to work with said they'd seen him. They'd walked past him on the street, recognised him. Not realised who it was, but just saw a familiar face and nodded and said hello, and he nodded (laughs) and said hello back. And then further down the street they'd realised who it was. Um, But yeah, it's one of these... um, I think BBC or ITV ones that he does. Uh, Safe House, something like that. I think. Uh, that's
0: quite sad when the blue person got killed.
1: Obviously. Yeah. And then Bill's suit malfunctions again and, and uh, freezes up here.
0: Yeah, this is really. Um, it's like crisis on crisis on crisis, and then this is like. Yeah. And there's literally no way out of this. Yeah. They're just lucky that the suit was. Uh, powered down and he's not like he can't even give her any reassurance because he will give it away as well so. yeah yeah because they would hear
1: it's a little bit this a couple of things actually remind me a little bit of the curse of Fenric with that it's like the uh, when he has to fool Ace into think into uh, breaking her trust in him and also in a moment once they all leave her and the uh, the suits are coming towards her she's calling out for her mum yes which Ace does when
0: she faces the firing squad in the Curse of Henrik, doesn't she? She, she does. I'm she sorry, much. Sh- yeah. yeah. Man, I think the seventh stuff is a lot meaner than this. Yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. I love the Curse of Henrik so much. It's, it's
1: probably of it.
0: really, the She's really. She's such a good actress in these. <laughs> she's she's mm. terrific. Yeah. I've noticed online, it's a lot of Bill Love as well, even fans who would wash their hands at this for reasons best known to themselves, they've sort of come back, mainly for her, I think. Yeah. And the, the simplicity of the story, is just like simple stories well told. Yeah. Oh, there no, she goes. Yeah, and she gets all the, uh... Even though we know she's not dead, dead. It's still intriguing how she's going, to, how they're going to get out of it, isn't
1: it? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's just kind of a good job that um, she didn't. The suits didn't take her outside, mm. and do a do a, an EBA, cut her head off or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have never stopped nodding, did it <laughs> No. <laughs> Maybe not. It's her skill set. Anyway, when yeah. you're dead, you can do welding. Yeah, he's it's, it's, it's totally desperate now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh... So he must be remembering what this technology looks like, and he's using that as a basis for what he's doing. Yeah. Good job, the doctor's are very clever, isn't it?
1: It is. It's nice to show a little bit. Of Nadal uh, it's kind of he's got kind of futuristic scientific know-how. He's talking about the um, splitting the the water into oxygen.
0: Which in some stories that could have been it, couldn't it? It's like I produce a new sort of oxygen and. Uh... Yeah. Might have probably been purchased right away, so maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's
1: kind of short term, isn't it?
0: But it's such a clever idea to make their survival actually key to the end of the story.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's been it's been set up all the way through. It's mm. all about the bottom line. It's about profit. So
0: it's beautifully structured, Yeah. Very
1: very good. Yeah, this bit here when he, he says um, yeah, Bill isn't any more dead than anybody on the station is, that made me think he was going to resurrect
0: everybody. Everybody lives again.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but that would've, he would have pushed it a little bit too far, especially in a kind of a more hard science fiction story like this. You know, when Especially the ones who've been exposed to the back. Yeah, they are looking a bit decayed dead, really. Yes, yeah, so They yeah, came back to life, wouldn't be a
0: particularly pleasant existence? Yeah. For the, <laughs> the brief moment of agony they had left before they died again. <laughs> yeah. Blind with exploded lungs, yes, that would be fun.
1: This again, they, they talk about um, he talks about dying well and a good death. That's a conversation they have at the end of um, the class episode with the Twelfth Doctor in as well, mm. I think, isn't it? He talks about...
0: I hadn't thought of that, yeah. I was sort of wondering if it was sort of like a foreshadowing of uh, himself who's going to yeah. pop off soon, isn't it? Well,
1: Peter Capaldi has said that his Doctor's going to
0: go out fighting, oh. which uh,
1: which is better, isn't it? Better than uh, you know, complaining about it
0: or visiting everybody you've ever met, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, as well as the thing, isn't it? With the uh, I really don't like the tenth doctor making Will feel guilty, um, you know, complaining, you know, about uh, about having to sacrifice himself. Oh, I love um, that, yeah, <laughs> I did just it doesn't really sit well with me, um, and they, and again, this is this is the opposite. What we we'll say at the end of this episode is. The doctor doesn't reveal to Bill that he's been blinded. Um, yeah, you know, by saving her, presumably because uh, he doesn't want to give her that guilt.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to play it very carefully on this blinding because there are blind people who are fans who have it on audio description, So yeah, to have their disability suddenly given a miraculous cure would be really bad taste, so... Yeah, you don't want to be too, too glib with it. So whether he's going to be... I mean, we've seen sort of light bits of him sort of doing regeneration stuff, so whether that's going to get him back later, maybe. Yeah, But knowing that trailer, it could mean anything, couldn't it, so
1: That's it.
0: He could be at a disco.
1: He can... Um, yeah, because the Eleven Doctor healed River Song, didn't he? And, uh, and then this Doctor healed Davros. He could summon up the
0: regeneration energy. Regeneration stuff. Yeah. But then, if he could do that, he probably would have done by now, because he's still blind at the end, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe he's saving it. Yeah. I do <laughs> like these characters who survive, though. Eh? I think she's really good, really, really good. Yeah. You can actually see. I mean, she hasn't got a line, but you can see her being won over, can't you? And he, um, we're used to Capaldi being brilliant, and he is again. Mm. Uh, and it's not the, uh, the
1: it's a speech but not one of those really over the top kind of Voyage of the Damned speeches about I'm the Doctor and I'm going to say it's, it's pitched about writing this one I think Looks
0: we like will get McCoy to read it out at a convention a bit yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah putting Bill at the front of this line of suits coming in as well uh, <laughs> they're paying her the
0: most older. they're getting the money's worth. Well.
1: yeah this is a little bit like Anarchy I I talking about the mummy on the mm-hmm. Own Express, but the mummy as well is walking towards the doctor, and then he says just the right thing. At the right moment, yeah. And they stop just short of him, don't they? Um, that's I mean, really
0: such a good story, I do like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I watched that again a couple of weeks ago, it's great. Mr. line anyway, said about we're fighting the suits, but that's really, I think, very well done, that one.
0: She recovers remarkably quickly from a semi-fried nervous system. Yeah. Now, it wasn't until the second watch I realised that this was the lady from the beginning, This shows how glued up was the first time. Yeah, she does look quite different, though. <laughs> well, death will do death that. Will go, yeah.
1: <laughs> See, it must be quite hard to... Uh... To act that kind of blank and uh, and unmoving and not blink and and not, and not of, laugh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially the guy in the scene before, because he stood very still for quite a long time, isn't he, while the other mm. actors move around him? And
0: it was sort of more make-upy, though. So do we even know there was somebody in there at first? He might have been just yeah, so it
1: was a kind of uh,
0: Oh, uh, cuddle, yeah, as opposed to a group hug.
1: Yeah. It's a nice, uh, I think. Um, did I see Matt Lucas say that he had lived that as well? No, I think he said he had lived the line about some of my best friends are bluish. Mm. Uh, I think he uh, he said he had lived it on the day.
0: Quite a telling line yeah. for the subject matter, wasn't it? So, yeah. his the faint of the eyes being back. Normally, it wasn't until I'd seen it a second time I realised he, he sort of reaches for the console a bit. And I yeah. haven't twigged at all the first time. There you go. He sort of was like feeling his way a little bit there.
1: Yeah. And he, he looks in the direction of the characters he's speaking to, mm. um, and he's kind of on his home turf here. He, you know, in the TARDIS, he can, he can obviously navigate it by touch and, uh, and fool them a little bit. And they want to go to head office and make a complaint. It's like the, uh, uh, that two-parter with the, um, the uh, what they call, the almost people. Oh yeah. same thing, yeah. Drops them off
0: to make a. Yeah. I can confess to when you're watching that once to build. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I think I've seen it once. Go and put a grievance in. So, like, like you saying about the the design, it's you can see hints of sort of the Ark in space in it, mm. can you? But it's uh, it's just a much more detailed model. So it was a bit deep
0: space ninety as
1: well. Because yeah. the wheeling space is well, a similar sort of uh,
0: shape. Basically, anything wheel like. Yeah, and crisps from the nineteen seventies. That's one for the teenagers. Because yeah. <laughs> he's worn the sunglasses so often previously, you don't really register at first. Do you? Then he, it suddenly becomes obvious that he's wearing the sunglasses because he's cause of his blindness But because it's such a Capaldi thing, yeah, you just don't
1: twig. And the um, the cover of the new Doctor Who magazine as well. He's wearing them, and it's um, it's a, you know the cover is for the next story. It's got one of the uh, one of those red-clad monks. Oh, i stop buying them. The, ah, okay. Got the internet now. Don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still like it a lot. I like the, uh, I like the fact of fiction and the, uh, the comic strip and the. I never really liked
0: yeah, it after the original
1: Time Team went. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't always read the Time <laughs> Team anymore. But yeah.
0: this is excellent. This yeah. is really the first time you sort of see.
1: There's real steel in that. yeah, rather TV. than comic yeah. trickery, is actually a genuine thing, isn't it? yeah and it, it it heightens the the mm. threat of what is in
0: the vault i'm still blind in yeah. the darkness and the way it goes black yeah that's really right. clever yeah Very on great. the whole that's a smashing episode it's a great, i think that might be my favorite of this series so far there's been certain um, misgivings about the politics in it in terms of anti-capitalism capitalism. basically I don't know if it's... um,
1: I don't know if it's really that anti-capitalist. I mean, if you've said now, then maybe... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I think they're just... You know, it is, like I say, it's like that kind of black mirror Mm. idea, isn't it, of of taking something
0: to its logical extreme. And next time, we get the Pope. Yeah. I think they missed an opportunity not having Jim Bowie playing. Yeah.
1: So you wonder, because he wears the glasses all the time, is that just to hide... Um, the fact that you know he's not maybe focusing on things, or if it's the sonic sh- sunglasses, are they in some way feeding him information still?
0: Mm. Now is this the beginning of something? Because these, like, slightly sort of um, stony figures have been seen in an awful lot of publicity photos, haven't they? So is this the beginning of a of an arc? It's a, it's
1: a three part story, ah, right. as I understand it. Um, can't remember the names. This one's extreme, extremis. Is it the pyramid at the end of the world? Is that the third one? I'm not sure. Generally but there's no. this one. Uh, then, so the next one is Stephen Moffat. Then there's Stephen Moffat and Peter Harness who co wrote the middle one. And the third one is written by the guy that wrote A uh, Town Called Mercy and School, Tommy Whitehouse. Ah, yeah.
0: And Missy's in it. I adore Missy. Yeah, me too. Absolutely love her, so I'm pleased she's met. Yeah. It does say in the radio time she's a bit more subdued this time, so Ah, obviously it's going to be a a serious thing.
1: Yeah, I wonder if, um, I wonder when we're going to see John Simms, Master, will that be, will that happen this week
0: or is it off in the, in the finale? Mm. So Matt Lucas, he was uh, in Shore of the Dead, so zombie thing there, even though they're not zombies anymore
1: oh yeah he was wasn't he the cameo in that
0: mm. the only so the only thing I've got as an issue is the blinders they've got to treat this really carefully because it's uh, it's a real thing which is affecting real people isn't it
1: yeah yeah we'll see how that's um, how that's played out maybe Missy will give up some regeneration energy to uh, to help him
0: Was well, they will just give him an eye that'd be weird wouldn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so are we excited so, for the weekend Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. Always excited for a Stephen Moffat story. Yeah, and um, my only bone worry is that I'm the anticipation is so great there might be a chance of an anticlimax because it's uh, people are really, really, really keen to see what happens next. Yeah, and it's been really nice to see the amount of enthusiasm for this series as well because. I was getting a bit fed up with like some sort of jaded attitude from some of the fans, and that's been pretty much washed away just lately. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really good to see. Um, yeah, a, I think I haven't read it, I saw a headline, it was an article in The Guardian today um, about it being a kind of a regeneration, and Pearl Mackie particularly helping to breathe new life into it, uh, which was nice after that really snarky article that they wrote um, before uh, before the pilot came
0: out. Even though it was a bit mead about Robot Ashore show, which I actually really liked. <laughs> yeah, I like that one as well. Yeah.
1: Um, was that the one though, didn't wasn't the link to I can't remember if it was that one, but the uh, one of the stories that they mentioned has not been very good. The the link to it was to a positive review mm. on the same website, yeah. Oh that's all right. It was just I don't know. Well put it down to irony. <laughs> they sent a journalist to watch uh, the pilot, um, who could then barely be bothered to talk about it and just kind of uh, you know, grind her axe against uh, against Stephen Moffat. Mm. It was just—it was a fairly confused kind of article, I thought as well. She was saying that um, the problem was that Peter Capaldi was too old, and then in the next paragraph said, "But she stopped liking it when Matt Smith was the doctor." Ah. Um, so it was just—I uh, felt like it was kind of a bit all over the place.
0: Well, it's never been the same since Susan left. Let's face it. So.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been downhill ever since. Since it, since they left the school, really, and followed mm. Susan home, it wasn't. <laughs> I think they should bring that back. That please
0: yeah. So,
1: anything else on
0: oxygen? Yes, it's a rewrite of Nest Cottage. (laughs) The doctors in self-imposed exile to dealing with a problem. There you go. I've said it now. (laughs) Uh, And how was your River Song tea? It was very nice, actually. I'm not a new tea drinker, but it was lovely. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a big tea drinker, but yeah, a couple of these are, are very nice. And a very nice Dalek mug as well. Yeah, I've got it there. it's a uh, to victory mug from Victory of the Daleks. Did you see my talons of Wing Chiang poster? I mean, did you order one of those? I did. It's a thing of beauty. Everybody should get one.
1: Yeah, I've um, I'm thinking when I get paid, I uh, I might order that. No, I haven't seen that, but I've I've, I've looked longingly at um, <laughs> it's um, the guy. What's the guy called? Is
0: it oh, no idea. Yeah, I clicked the link and paid. That's it. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a recreation of the. Lee Sen Chang poster, isn't it, from the Sons of Wen Cheyang. Mm. Um, yeah. And are we excited about Tenant coming back to Big
0: Finish? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be... Uh, it's not till the end of the year, is it? It's not until November or something. But the way uh, this year is uh, going, it'll be there before we know it. But, yeah. uh, yes, I was genuinely a bit... Uh, I saw the picture and didn't pay any attention, and I suddenly realised it was a full cast thing. I thought it was just the uh, coverage of the Chronicles. So, uh, so I had about three days delay before I had yeah. a reaction from <laughs> it, so... I think it's always interesting, I think, to get new writers on with
1: any kind of familiar old doctors and, and mm. companions. So um,
0: And who knows, it might bring even more people to the classic series too. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All yeah, I think, because um, even the BBC sort of entertainment website was reporting it.
0: So it was, was, was even in today's difference. local uh, Carlisle paper. Was actually it? actually mentioned that it was in there, yes. I put a t- um, the picture of it on my uh, Twitter thing, so it's ah, either a slow news day or... They're generally in the press. Sir. Is there any other kind of news day in Carlisle?
1: Yeah, there was a cat stuck up a tree, once Does, Yeah, it's um, puff and floods. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's great. So um, join us next week when I will be discussing what's it called? Oh, God, Extremis. Extremis with Eric Stadnick from the Doctor Who: The Writers' Room podcast. We'll see you then. <laughs>